Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to So Here's the Thing. Today, we are being joined by the fabulous Dahlia Dahlia is a family senior and newborn photographer turned virtual assistant for creative business owners. We actually met at Creative at Heart, which is a conference for creatives um, and for business owners. It's an amazing conference and we had a chance to connect there in person. So I'm really excited to chat with her virtually on this show today. So Dahlia loves simplifying systems and she's so passionate about teaching business owners like you and me how to create effective and sustainable systems in their business. So I'm going to kick it over to you. If you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your journey, why you're so passionate about systems, about being a virtual assistant. Like how did all of this happen for you? Because I know a lot of us are you know, usually like if you're a photographer, you're a photographer, people don't even consider going outside of that. So tell us about your journey. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Laylee. I'm so excited to be here today. And I am just so excited to talk about this topic. I'm so passionate about it. So as you said, I am a photographer turned VA who now specializes um, mostly in systems. So my photography journey began in 2014. And I loved it. I was, I was like, yes, I like this, this doesn't seem real. Like this is my life. I get to just, um, you know, take pretty pictures and it's wonderful and great. And then when I went to creative, like where we had met, um, I realized that the current job I was in allowed for me, like, I was like, oh, I have a skill set to be a BA. And so especially like in this time right now, like having multiple streams of income was a huge thing that attracted me. I was like, oh, like I could do both. And so I became a virtual assistant in January of 2018, I did a mentorship program with Emily Yost and Jenna Dakin, who are so wonderful. And I loved it. I was like, okay, yes. And so then last year um, at Creative at Heart, I went into it and I was like, okay, who are my clients going to be? And so I was able to pick up my first few clients in a couple months. And I was really excited about that. And then just this last year, I saw like both being a photographer and a VA, I saw these pain points behind the scenes of businesses where I was like, okay, uh, people have these pain points. It's not just me. (laughs) As a photographer, you have to like handle all the invoices and the contracts and bookkeeping and all of the nitty gritty things that they kind of don't tell you about when you first get into the business. And then, you know, as a VA, being able to take those things off of my clients' plates and now developing resources and education in that area for other people. Because I was like, man, like, Freedom is possible in your business, but it's not possible unless you kind of get your behind the scenes a little bit more <laughs> cleaned up. So I love that. I well, I'm really excited to chat with you about how to get started with working with a VA. Um, I think a lot of us and probably a lot of our listeners here will feel like, okay, I really need help in my business. I know I need help. I know I'm one person, but I really don't like to relinquish control. A lot of them probably feel like I don't want somebody in my business unless they love my business the same way that I do. So I would love to get your feedback here on a couple of things. So let's start with what should I be handing over to a virtual assistant? Like what are some things that, that any creative entrepreneur can take off of their plate and hand to somebody else? So it's a great question. I have found that honestly, I feel like, like you said, let's just address first that it is a very valid feeling as a business owner. Being a photographer myself, 
and uh, you know feeling like this is like my baby like i have built this up like i have spent years crafting and honing in and perfecting my skill um and then just being able to say to someone hey let me invite you into my business and let's you know let me pass things off to you is really hard so give yourself grace in that first because honestly like it, it it is a little bit of a process and so you know i think what most people find what i have found with people is that the more that they hand off, the more that they realize they can hand even more off to people. They're like, oh, you can do that too. Now, I will say there are a couple of different angles that people go with it where like me, I feel like I'm this like jack of all trades VA where I kind of say like, what can I do to help you in your business? I, I love learning like, you know, what I can take off of someone's plate and then being able to like learn a new system or like learn a new process and then just say to them, yep, I got it. I'm good. Like I'm taking it off your plate now. Whereas I know some people um, specialize in areas. So some people are just like, I do Pinterest only. I love handling people's Pinterest and that's my sweet spot and that's where I stick. Or some people are just like, I'm email marketing. I will handle all of your email marketing needs. So it's really as a VA, it can kind of be like what you make it, I guess. Um, and you really just decide like, what do I love to do as a VA? How can that help my other clients? Um, so for the business owner, you know, it's starting to look at, okay, what are the necessary things that are in my business? Like you have to do these things every day, like social media, right? Like it's like, okay, that's a necessary part of your business, but you don't have to spend all your time doing it. So that's, I think when you start knowing like, okay, I'm ready to pass this off. I can teach this to someone else. I can give it over to them. And then you're golden, right? Like, and I think what people start realizing, especially my clients they are like, Oh my goodness. Like I, this is like a whole new world. Um, and that's the goal is that you will realize like, okay, the more I start to give, um, and the more I start to trust this person and they start doing good work for me, the more I feel like I can hand off to him, the more confident I feel in that they are going to care for my business the way that I love my business. Um, and it's just a really beautiful relationship when it really, really works well. That's so helpful. Um, I like kind of speaking to that a little bit more when you talked about uh, VAs who specialize in certain areas, do you advise somebody like from the business owner standpoint to hire somebody who specializes in a certain area or would you advise somebody to hire a VA that does a little bit of everything? Ooh, <laughs> that is a really, really good question. So I would say it's really what you need, um, you know, because at some point there's like pros and cons to both. So at some point, you'll probably hit your threshold a little bit with an area that someone specializes in, right? Like if you're like, okay, my Pinterest is booming. I know how to manage it. I love this. This is great. Um, you may hit your threshold with that. Whereas hiring someone on who's like a jack of all trades and can kind of do a little bit of everything gives you a little bit more variety, I think, in your business. And you can, you know, just like you can almost grow them into that role a little bit. That's how I have been with my clients. Like I've been able to grow into um, taking even more off their plate because of the things they've taught me. But at the same time, on the flip side, right? Like if you just need an area of your business that is a very specialized area like social media or Pinterest or email marketing, um, even like education, like course creation and like getting all that stuff behind the scenes, then specializing, like working with someone in that area who specializes in it is probably the way to go because that's all they work in, right? And so there's an efficiency side to that. Yeah, I love that idea of having your VA grow into new roles. I know like for myself, I know in the past when I've hired people on to do maybe like a day-to-day -day task or whatever, um, and then I 
you know, launched courses and launched podcasts and did all the things, they kind of grew into those roles with me. So I love that you brought that up because I do think that that happens a lot. I know that there's a burning question out there that a lot of people are thinking right now. And that is like, how much do VAs typically charge? What am I looking at actually investing in monetarily, financially in getting somebody in and on my team? Yeah. So I, when I first entered being a VA, I will, I will speak to it from both if you want to become a VA and as a business owner looking to hire a VA. So Marianna Wild, she is wonderful. And she, right in the beginning was like, I'd asked the same question. I said, what should I charge? <laughs> like, what's a good price point? And she really encouraged me like, Hey, you got to consider like your different like finances, where you want to be in your business. Like there are a lot of things to consider as a VA. I will speak generally um, that I have found most VAs to charge between 27 and $40 an hour. Uh, and that's usually the sweet spot for people. And then you kind of can grow into that as you grow in that relationship with the business owner. But for the business owner, I would say that you would probably need to budget at least, I would say two to $500 a month for a VA in your business. Um, and especially if someone is specializing in an area, you may even get into the five to $700 range at that point. Um, and, and also you, you have to consider the experience too. So, you know, when VAs start working with higher level business owners, there is a side of them that can charge a little bit more because you're like, I have proven my value in this industry, right? And so you've just got to consider too, like when you're ready to outsource, who do you want to be on your team? <laughs> do you want to um, hire a VA that has a little bit more of a successful track record that you're going to pay into it a little bit more? It's a more of a premium price. Or maybe you're going to start with someone younger and you might not pay as much, but you can grow them into their role. So both of those things are really important to consider um, when figuring out when it's time to hire, what you need to budget for each month for them. That is super helpful to know. I think it's always good to just have like a range in mind when you're thinking about bringing somebody on or when you're thinking about making any kind of investment in your business. I think it's always nice to like have a good um, idea of what you're you're going to be looking at spending. So thank you for sharing that because I think people are really hesitant to talk about pricing. And I always want to know like, okay, how can we get our, our listeners like thinking through what do they have in their pocket? What do they have in their bank account? And how can they like use that to grow? Because at the end of the day, any investment is going to get you so much time back. So, okay. This leads me to my next question. How do people know, like, when do I actually need a VA versus when do I just feel like, maybe I'm a little overwhelmed and I could probably handle it by myself. Like, is there a good like guideline or can you kind of guide us into thinking through that boundary line? Sure. So what I tell people all the time is because they often come to me and say, how do I know when I'm ready to outsource? Right. And I think there are very strategic points in, in people's businesses when that happens, when they start to realize they're growing quickly, then you're like, I can't handle all the things. And so the way I always frame it with people. And when I talk with business owners is what, like, like what tasks are necessary to your business? Like I mentioned earlier, but that you can hand off to someone else. You can confidently hand it off. And there are things that honestly, like you just don't need to be spending your time doing anymore that you can easily train someone up to do and pass it off. And like, you're golden. Right. And so, but they're necessary tasks to your business. So it's a really important, like fine line. It's never like this, um, you know, like this, like, like, like level you get to or anything. It's never like, Oh, if you get to this level, then it's time to outsource. It really is different for everyone. Um, I actually just hired my own VA this year in my business because I got to the point where I knew I wanted to scale. I knew I wanted to get into the education scene. I wanted to get into more passive income streams, but I couldn't do it all. Honestly, I was like, I 
I still have my own VA clients that I work with on a weekly basis. And now I'm starting to specialize more in systems and helping business owners in that area. And so like I needed some manpower in that. And I think you just kind of know too, like there's this like intuitive nature, I think to a business owner when you know, like it's time, I can't, I can't do it all on my own. And my business is not going to get to the point that I want it to get to unless I start passing things off to people. Um, but on the flip side of that, if you do it too soon, I think you start to realize like you're almost like putting money out there when, and you might not have as much going on. Like, right. There's always seasons of business ownership. So just considering that too, that like bringing on a VA, the goal is that they are ebbing and flowing with you in every season. Even if you have a slow season to make sure you're still having things for them to do in your business, that'll help it help, help move the needle forward. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So what are some maybe like issues that you've come across? So let's say we've decided we want to hire a VA, we get them on board and then you see that maybe it's not going the way that you want it to go, or they're not doing work that's up to your caliber, or um, maybe they're just like misconstrued expectations that aren't being communicated well. What are some like best practices that people can implement in this situation? That's a very, very good question because we all walk through it. We're all human, right? So let's just get that out on the table. Like we're all human. No one is perfect. I think we have to set our expectations um, right, right there and not even like give an expectation to it, honestly, like because you go into it saying, I am trusting this person to do this thing for me in my business and to get this stuff done. And my biggest encouragement with this is to be upfront from the start. Uh, so what I do in my business, I actually do like a three month trial period. So anytime I bring on a new client, I say, okay, we're going to do a three month trial period because there's always a learning curve in there. And if we're not a good fit personality wise, like we'll know pretty quickly, <laughs> you know what I mean? And we'll figure it out along the way. But at the, at the end of three months, you're like, Hey, I've loved this experience with you, but I just don't think it's the best fit for my business. That's okay. Right. But it also gives me as the VA, the option of choosing to walk away too, to say, okay, this is not a great fit for me and my business. And I'm going like, I think we just need to, um, release each other of our commitments and that's okay. But let's say you get that past that three months and then you start working long-term together and you start realizing that there are issues going on. My biggest encouragement again is to like face it head on right away because it's really hard when you're trusting someone in your business to do these things for you. And if there's an issue going on that hasn't been addressed, then it could come out in the work that they put out for you, right? Because everything they put out for you is a reflection of your business. And it just, yeah, it can get messy really quickly, I think. And so, uh, you know, keeping that good rapport and, you know, kind of having those open conversations. I always tell my people, like, I try to do weekly check-ins with them where I'm like, hey, how's it going? How is this looking for you? Do you need me to tweak anything? And I always tell them, please be as candid and, and honest with me. And as a VA, I think you kind of have to like grow into that tough skin a little bit of like, it's not going to be perfect at first and that's okay. But you have to be able to hear that criticism and feedback. And it's not a personal thing. It's just more of, I'm trusting you to do this job in my business and I love you dearly. But, um, you know, it like, we, we, I just like, I need you to, we, I need you to do it this way instead. And honestly, I've been so thankful for the, my people who have spoken into that. And I think too, it, it allows for a longer, um, healthier relationship with the business owner too. Cause now like my people are my friends. I'm like, you're my friend, <laughs> you know? Um, and I love them. I love them so much. They're very near and dear. So that would be my biggest advice with that. 
Yeah, that's super helpful. And I love the idea of, um, for anybody who's listening, who struggles with taking criticism, I I just want to direct you to listen to episode 47 of the podcast with Anna Wright. She talks all about how to handle criticism in your business and why it's so important. But I totally love the concept of just like communicating as much as possible, making sure that you're openly communicating and that you're like addressing issues as they arise so that they don't build up and um, kind of like break everything down that you've worked so hard to get together with your VA, right? Like that would kind of be like the worst case scenario, I think. So thanks for sharing that. Okay. And to kind of like wrap us up, I would love to hear your unpopular opinion about working with a VA. Oh man. So this is like, I think one of the things is, you know, that people just don't think they're going to be as helpful as they actually are. I think that's one thing that like for me as a VA, I feel like I play a really valuable role on my clients' teams and it's, you're not just the assistant, right? It's like, that's it like that. I feel like that's something that people are like, oh, they're my assistant. But like, if you find a really good fit in your business, I think what you find is this person can be around for years to come. And that is like, and and I think that's another unpopular opinion too, is, oh, I'm going to have a VA and I'll have them for six months. But the best relationships are the ones with the people who stick around in all of your seasons of business. Like this year with COVID, like I told my people, I said, I'm here, I'm in the trenches with you. Like we are going to figure it out. And now like I worked with my clients for over a year at this point. So it's, it's such a joy. And so I think that's another one too, is not realizing like how helpful they really can be in your business. And also that they'll probably stick around for years to come as your business ebbs and flows. But oftentimes it seems like it's, it could be more project-based at times, which is okay, especially if they specialize or, you know, like they're not going to be like, they're just in here to do a job and like, that's it, you know? But for me, like I said, my relationships run deep with my people and I love that about being a VA. I love that. That is so helpful. And I totally agree. I mean, I think that anytime you let or allow anybody else to partner with you in your business in any capacity, it can be so much more than you think it can be. Like I I truly believe that when you have team members added in, if you treat them like part of your business family, it really does allow for so much more help and growth and, and allows you to free up so much time to scale. So I'm so glad that we got to talk about this. Thank you so much for your time and sharing all of your expertise with us. Yes. Thank you so much. It was such a joy. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.